Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast, proudly supported by Sideline Sports Crew at Arenal. This week we talk to Connor Payne, A-League reviews and previews, and much more. I'm Phil and I'm joined by Morrow and Josh. How are you guys? Pretty good. You? Well, indeed. I'm well. I'm well. Especially after... Um, well, okay, let's just go straight into the We got music. winning Ready? vibes. We got winning vibes. <laughs> so what's this walkout song reference to? This is the easiest one so far. It was the, the soundtrack when the referee blew, blew full-time on our game on <laughs> Sunday. That's, that's it was the after-game song that we sung. How good was that? Mate, still celebrating. How good's winning? I almost forgot what it was like to win a game. Fantastic. January 17th, was it, I think, the last time it we It was won? 281 days. Too long. So we'd, we'd gone, what, nine and a half months. That without. includes an off-season, don't forget, but, but still. But yeah, I, I, we need the stat of how many games it was. Was it, what, four, 15, 14, 15, <coughs> something like that? Games yeah, without 13, a win? 14, I think. Oh, yes, that's... Yeah. But the, the clean sheet, no clean sheet record remains. That is a problem. It's 34 yeah. games now? Yeah, 34 without a clean games, sheet. Yeah, that's right. Surely we'll, it's We'll get else. it done. We'll get it done this Saturday. I've got, I've got good vibes now. I'm confident. Surely it's someone else's turn to um, be talked about with bad statistics. Surely it's someone else's turn to uh, talk about relegation and, and promotion as well. So who is this song written by? Oh, what's he? Oh, Leonard something? No, no, no. You're thinking of Leonard Cohen's. Is that Hallelujah? Hallelujah. It is Leonard? Hallelujah. But that's a cover. This is not. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is a completely different song. This, that one would be sort of. Still a good song. That one. Yes, completely different song though. Oh, okay. This is Handle. Handle? Yes. Is that like Handle that's, from the Catholic hipster. Church? That's or? hipster. Anyway. Handle. Twitter handle. <sighs> anyway, so... We're so yeah. uncultured, aren't we, Jimmy? Yes. People, got, people um, have already stopped listening. We've got Connor Payne okay. coming up, which is, is a brilliant just, guy. So. Just skip to the Connor Payne interview. No, no. Okay, well, we're going to go to... <laughs> oh, little, <laughs> Hallelujah. A little bit of nitpicked. Oh, I'm doing the fucking Trump thing with my fingers. That's terrible. I shouldn't stop that. You. Make America great again. <sighs> it's... Okay. It's Paolo, not Paulo. I just want to clear that up before we begin. Paolo. What do you mean? Paulo is Paolo? I mean, Paolo is Paulo? Okay, it's Paulo Con, but it's not Paulo. Really? That makes it. Paolo. It sounds like a. I'm shocked. His Twitter handle was Paolo. Well, yeah, it, it's, it's like Marco Paolo. Hey, Paulo, you want some Darius from down the road, mate? That's what it sounds that's the, like. That's, when you the, say that's Paulo. the Australian. That's, that's the Australian, Australian Paulo, yeah. <laughs> It's Paolo. It's more. It's fancier. It's like it's like said with like a red wine in your hand. Paolo. Yes, exactly. It's fancy. It's like Macca's <sighs> fancy. Do you know people are still getting Laurie McKenna's name wrong? Laurie McKenna. Yes. Laurie McKenna. Laurie McKenna. <laughs> Laurie, McKenna. <laughs> Laurie. <laughs> After what? Eleven years, twelve years, they're still getting his name wrong. Well, we still—it's because we still can't understand him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's been here for how long? Like thirty years. Still hasn't lost a bit of that Scottish accent. It's good. It is very good though. Good though. Yeah. Although he is he is in enemy, enemy territory. Hallelujah, 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 
Lovely. Right, I was a wreck for the last 20 minutes of that game. Yeah, I was I was really nervous. As soon as we went 2 on up, I was I was, it was like a minute of happiness and then I'm like, "Oh, so how are we going to fuck this up?" <laughs> but in truth, we didn't really look like we were going to. I was waiting to, I to I, concede. I agree. Too, I so. agree. But as soon as as soon as we started playing possession football and they and Adelaide looked shot, I was like, "We might be winning this game. I can't mm. believe it." Right, well, let's go straight into the reviews. So, on Friday night, we had Brisbane uh, beating Melbourne City 1-0. City shut out. They didn't even did, get a shot on target. Did not look likely to score no, all night. They were dreadful. Yeah, it's hard to imagine that you'd be saying that they didn't really have a cutting edge. They've got Fornaroli and Cahill there. but Was it that was that the first time that Fornaroli and Cahill had started up front together? I think it was. Mm, didn't they do it against two weeks ago? Oh, was it in the in the FFA Cup? Yeah, I yeah, think it was. was. The FFA but Cup. May, yeah. I'm going first time in the A League. Possibly. Well, Kale wasn't uh, apart from beating Phoenix. He hasn't won, has he? No. Because he didn't play last week, and then they won. They won two 0 against um, Adelaide, wasn't it? Yeah, not two one. Sorry, but Brisbane are really improving. They, you know, they started out I think, the season with yeah. some pretty poor results. I think we, we gave better. we gave them the leg up when they beat us, and now they're on in some decent form. Well, Brisbane only had 39% uh, possession, which I think they had less possession against us as well. And they're doing more with it, which is in stark contrast to their um, Angies when they used to absolutely dominate. So, different style of play from Brisbane these days. Um, but it seems to be working. And it looks like they've got the right players for it. Yeah. Mm. So Plenty of speed McLaren, up the, Devere, um, I think I think Devere up the back is one of the main factors of why they're going pretty well. And another clean sheet for them as well. McLaren getting his call up to the Socceroos too. Worth it. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I definitely think he's. Worth it. I think he's earned that. Judging yep. was it six goals in seven games or something. I think. I think Bratton's probably earned, earned a call up as well. Played pretty well in the early part of the season. He's a little Hair, hug off. Haircut aside. Haircut aside. He's been pretty yes. good this season. <laughs> but he. But uh, Brisbane's uh, fullbacks looking very good. Corey Brown. Uh, this that's, would be his best season so very far. Very good point. And, uh, on the other side. What is Jack Ingot on the other side? I'd say that they are almost are the form, the form fullback to the league. Exactly, they're close to it. They're certainly going well, so that's a good back four. Well, I think I think Zulo Grant is probably a good shout for fullbacks, form fullbacks in the league as well. True, true. Uh, first game on Saturday: Wellington Phoenix home against the Jets. Knicks getting up two nil. Do we start? <laughs> we start that with ha ha Newcastle. Ha ha. Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Yes, I did. Uh, Christian, what are you, what are you sorry for? <laughs> Krishna with a double. Laugh at the Jets. Um, he's starting to find form. That's three goals in two games. You know, you know what I really liked is that it's a it's it's a round of football where we won and the Jets lost, so it doesn't get much better. But yeah, I think Wellington were pro- probably worth the victory. Jets didn't really create much. Definitely, definitely. Well, they had a yeah a couple of couple of chances, chances but, but yeah, nothing much. Yeah, Clip Clu- being was... left out. Clip being on the bench was. Uh, was an interesting call. I was actually talking about this with my our fellow podcaster who isn't here, Luke, in the car on the way to the leagues for to watch our game. He thought that starting Hoffman on the on right wing rather than Clut was a weird thing to do, but seemed to work. Yeah, seemed to work in favour of of Wellington. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more. Well, I'm looking forward to the derby after that, mate. Oh, next week as well. Yeah, and Barbarousas was probably Wellington's best player, so no Barbarousas next week, no Moss. Oh, no Yeah, they're, they're missing five players. No McGlinchey. Wow, I didn't know that. Who, yeah. I, who have I missed? We, 
No, it's, uh, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm you thinking. Brain that's, that's, yeah, I did. That's really stumped you, hasn't <laughs> it? <laughs> what I'm trying to get out, and what I'm trying to say is, we are we're in a good spot to win two in a row. I must say, possibly three. But we'll, we were looking at three. We were having for four points out of this, and, and we got. I, four. I think we can get six. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm wondering if we can get nine if we add the next game. So on. you see what winning does? It just changes the whole mood. Yeah, and it's Don't not just our loud. Wins. The football gods can hear us. <laughs> that hallelujah. Are we bringing that game? Are we bringing that hallelujah that back? was for the football gods too. No, football god is not returning. <laughs> oh, that was my favorite segment. No, it, it was terrible. I am the football Me god. Me wearing a drum over my head was not a good segment. <laughs> yeah, no, yes, we, it was. We, we, I um, disagree. We do Wellington over this weekend in Canberra when they're short of staff, and then we go to Newcastle after they've get, been given a clobbering by City this weekend. Oh, if we if we beat Newcastle up there, pray for my liver. It's good time. Are we doing Questacon at night? Apparently, it's a good. Yeah, why not? If we're all if we're all drunk enough, (laughs) yeah. That's my point. Yeah, (laughs) we could do that. What night? Saturday night. Saturday night. Are we going to a football match? Yeah, after (laughs) after the football. After. Okay. Okay. What time does it close? I don't know. I have to look that up. Hopefully, it's twenty four seven, like Maccas. Okay. (laughs) And fireworks? They don't have fireworks anymore, do they? Or we can we can try and steal some. If we yeah, win, I can't remember. Yeah, good point. I like, I like watching a brain tick over. It takes time, doesn't you it? You pull a face. It does take time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, okay. Um, Sydney, know. Big Blue. Sydney FC beat Melbourne Victory two one. Well, from what I saw, which was the last twenty minutes, because I was busy, Sydney got pretty lucky because Carney obviously handballed for the he first goal. He caught it pretty much. He he was part of the. He could be part of the Australian cricket team with those hands. I'll tell you that. Um, Same old Carney, always From the cheating. point of view of the ref, he did come out and he said that, you know, he couldn't see anything. Like, they showed the... the he position. said it wasn't intentional. Yeah, no, he, they showed the position on TV from where well, he wasn't was it, uh, it. It was Negro that was in, in the way exactly. of the ref's and, vision. And from his point of view, it did look like he brought it down with his chest. Um, why the linesman isn't picking it up? But though? on replay, it's obvious it's hit his hand. Well, yeah. let's let's be serious here. We we've had handballs repeatedly over the last four or five weeks that haven't been picked up. So why are we thinking that referees would pick this up? Yeah, I think I think it's because after it, our win, it, it, I it was faith, Moro, and it was faith. <laughs> and it, it, obviously, <laughs> the hand, obviously too. the handball is going to be talked about because a goal came from it. That's why it's going to be talked about. Of course. Mm, um, and Barisha missing that penalty and um, <laughs> uh, what a miss! Sydney getting up what, all up, what an amazing up in miss. his grill. Yeah. Everyone, everyone on Twitter that I saw after the game were saying, "Oh, it was it was unprofessional, it was unsportsmanlike." Look, but I'm thinking, I'm of the I'm of the opinion that it's passion. I hate getting in the look, game. I'll be honest, I hate seeing it. Having said that, he's a gypsy scum, so <laughs> it's not too bad, mate. I don't like seeing it either, except when it comes to him. You cannot ask Pascal Boscart for a fight in the tunnel and then whinge that somebody got in your face when you made a hash of a penalty. That's as simple as that, really. Sean is stalking us outside in the hallways, too. He just walked past and just completely ignored us. <laughs> he saw that we were here and he moved on quickly. Yeah, basically. <laughs> right. Uh, Zulo, Zulo hitting the table. Oh, that's, yeah, they're on top of the table there. Yep. Zulo on top of the table. I think that was a red card missed by the referee there. The table definitely deserved to go to the sheds. And some, table, um, the table deserved an early shower. Exactly. Some lovely wrestling photos coming out of that one. Randy Orton smashing him through the table. It was, um, yeah. <laughs> it was quite funny. <laughs> that would have, like, all jokes aside, that would have hurt. That would yes. have really hurt. And there's a massive risk there after the Phil Hughes thing. You certainly don't want anybody copping one in the melon. You know? Oh, f- 
I don't know about that. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't good. It he wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't. If, if he landed in, a, it like, wasn't hitting like it wasn't him getting hit in the neck by 150k. No, it was his no neck let's just say. Table at about 50 or let's 60, just say then. right. He was up at say five foot off the ground going for a jump, and he's coming in sideways, and oh. only his head. Hits the table. It would, yeah, can snap it would have been neck. bad. Yeah, and we're talking about five and a half but ounce was, cricket ball compared that table to a sixty, there? seventy kilo. Why was the table even it's, there? It's important. It's got the a fourth whole th- referee was playing solitaire. Okay, he's got somewhere. Well, he's, to got, put his he's sign. got to do something else before, with the game yeah. on. He's got to put. There's got a number board that gets used for ten seconds twice in the game, and he needs a place to put that. They, did you see how they moved? Crazy the, they moved the table like near one of the camera stands after the. Was it a Bunnings it table? <laughs> Probably was. It did look like a Bunnings table. One of the white ones. Yeah, it was sus for a Bunnings table. Like we, they got rid of the, the Bunnings chairs, but the Bunnings tables live. <laughs> they live, damn it! The Bunnings tables live. Uh, referees have refused to work without the Bunnings table. Right, um, Adelaide one, CCM two. <laughs> yes, fist pump. Yes, just doing these ones. Yes, you know what was best about it. We were actually we won a game. way good enough for it. Way good enough. We were way good enough. <laughs> it wasn't one of those, you know, we luckily sprung a win out of, you know, depths of despair. We were actually decent. We deserved Yeah, we, we dominated the second half. Easy. Exactly. exactly. And Sean's just joined us. We just started talking about our game. How are you? Oh, good. I, I came for the best bit. Mm. <laughs> Very good timing. As, as, soon as, as soon as we started talking about our game... We're pretty happy about it too. Get the hairy questions. Happy. I'll, I'll get up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> right. So now Barry started ahead of um, Tavares. I, I think he deserved that start. However, especially when I heard Tavares had a yeah he ankle, had a little injury. So that's why Barry started. I think he deserved it. However, he didn't. I don't know. He just got shot out of the game. Or I think something. Tavares yeah. coming on the second half changed it for us. Massive we, we played we played possession a lot better because they uh, in the first half I thought they tried to play our own style against us. But I think that's because yeah. we got similar styles of play. They like to keep possession. Yeah, they well, they were dominating us. Quickly. They had, I think I saw at one point in the first half, they had 71% possession. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, what, what are your thoughts, mate? Uh, my thoughts are I think that we've got a really unique opportunity with three, uh, if you include uh, Junior Rose, four different types of midfielders that are there. So I think it really comes as a horses for courses type scenario and I think there's some really opportun- great opportunity for Paolo to uh, to mix and match as he feels is going to fit the game plan and also then if that's not working he's got option B straight up his sleeve so I think it's great I think there's a real uh, sense of energy there so it's going to be hard to pick who's going to be the starting uh, one week in week out so it's good, it's good to have competition for places and when you've got like two or three quality players for one position always bring, always good for uh, for com- competition in the club speaking of which bringing Niseski in do you think that's pushed up Izzo's game because he's been absolutely brilliant this year has, compared yeah. to last year. Definitely, and Paolo's somehow manufactured competition of, across a variety of positions. He's made some competition at the left back position. He's made some competition in the back four. Otherwise, he's made that competition in the midfield, and especially with uh, the bringing Galloway in. Exactly, and yeah. gr- great point um, uh, dovetailing yep. into what uh, Sean was saying that Paolo he, he's. He's showing us how versatile he is in terms of things aren't working out my way. So at half time, I can change things, and I've got tools in my cabinet to be able to make those changes. And uh, so not only are we, you know, reaping the benefit of those changes, but we've got a coach who's thinking about those changes and, and is capable of making changes that change games. That's the second time this year, arguably the third if you've included the Western Sydney. Just going, just going scenario. back to Izzo, I thought 
Izzo's best two games for us have been the last two weeks. I think he was pretty good against the Wanderers. They had like a weird sort of injury in the the last ten minutes of the game, I think. But the yeah, against, Ad- against Adelaide, he was solid. And I liked I liked how he played. Against well, even Adelaide. against Brisbane, he was solid. Apart from that, pa- apart when from he went the goal. Walk, when he went yeah. walk him out, but yeah, it's like. No, he's changed man. And, so it's, and, on and this game, that, that it really does make a massive difference when he feels like he's got confidence in the guys in front of him, and I think that showed a lot in this game. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? I mean, how much has he changed man or how much has the front line, uh, the line in front of him has changed to, to help him out as well? So, yeah, is able to be a lot more structured in how he approaches things. So I think it's great. I think it's great for, for everybody that um, we're getting some, some really good results there. And come on, clean sheet this weekend. This is what we, we need. need it. it would be nice, oh. wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it was good. It was good to break the the winning the winning duck, but I think we need to break that clean sheet duck as soon as possible. Hopefully this week, I think we got a really good chance this week. It's probably the primary thing that we would want to change, or we would want to get in yeah. addition to what we got last week. We want to win the game, but we'd like to get a clean, clean sheet, sheet as well. Probably answers one of Fred's questions about. Now, speaking of the lack of clean sheet, when Adelaide did score, did anyone notice that they stole our song, the Dart song? Yeah. No, I didn't. I heard it and I was quite heartbroken. Have we teed that up for this season? Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe so. So Adelaide have stolen our song, even though we've been doing it for a few years. I don't think it's the first thing Adelaide has stolen. It won't be the last thing, um, you know. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's yeah. I th- it's I annoying. Yeah, there's there's a consistency around some of the A League clubs at the moment that they like to uh, to imitate rather than innovate. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say apart from anyway. Well, we'll, we'll still Wonderwall then for our walkout. No. Not really. No, 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 really. no, no, no. It's a weird walkout song, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'd, it's just a catchy song. That's that, what my wife keeps saying. Yeah. It's a great song and I keep saying, but what's it got to do with football and what's it got to yeah, do with nothing. Adelaide? That's just because it's a catchy song, really, I think. Do you know what? I reckon most of our fans don't even know that we actually sing this song post-goal. Not that we had many goals last year. Uh, I think that's uh, the I mean, best way to do it is get more match-winning goals and everyone will take notice. <laughs> we won't, we, but last season, we weren't last in goal scored. True. Newcastle were last in goal scored last season, so that was, a, that was one positive out of a bad season. We have had this song for, what, four years now? Something like that? It, w- it was good when we beat Sydney 7-2 because we got seven plays <laughs> and everyone was getting into it. Got to want a beer and a set of darts. And yeah. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's Chase's son. 180. So, <laughs> uh, Frank's weekly question, I held it off to now because it was relating to our game. He said, uh, what do you think we did well and what would you like to improve before Wellington? Um, improve, I'd say maybe, maybe this is a bit harsh, but probably that defensive lapse for probably the, the first goal. I think Stormy sort of got it all wrong and the t- challenge wasn't pretty good. If you look at it, uh, was it that goal? The other one. I'm thinking. Um, didn't he? He was marking two players, wasn't he? Yeah, I think we sort of got dragged. They they, they killed us out wide the first half, and we all. So got dragged was that out a centre back problem then? Oh, maybe. Yeah, because it was it was pretty much in the middle of the box, wasn't it? Where he had to make exactly. the challenge. Yeah. But uh, um, maybe yeah, maybe a few things defensively. Obviously, we want, we want to try and get that clean sheet, but I think there was way more positives than negatives for for sure in that game. 
Definitely, we want to get a clean sheet. That's what I think we want to primarily focus on. But also, it won't have been lost on Paolo that this is a massive opportunity for us to get our season underway, you know, get some momentum, yep. go to Newcastle th- thinking about how they've been creamed by City as they will be on the weekend and how we can get a third uh, victory in a row and do it in front of a bunch of fans who've travelled up there on their um, additional members' um, entry to the game to enjoy it. Confident in the I was going to say, do you want to elaborate on those tickets? Uh which one's the... Newcastle. The Newcastle tickets. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, at the moment, you know, it's going to be that uh, everyone who's got a membership, get up to Newcastle and scan in the gates and come on come on in. So what a, what a fantastic opportunity. So your, um, yeah, so, so your membership cards will scan in. That's, that's really important. Yeah, okay. So everyone asking about that, just use your normal membership cards. And sorry, what were we going to say about confidence? Yeah, I, I, you were talking before about... Um, uh, yeah, where, where, what would you like to see more of? Confidence and momentum right now is is the, the two words we haven't had for a long time. So It's amazing the, what a win does. It yeah. just picks up the morale straight away. Didn't last year. Well, this season's different. <laughs> this season's totally different. Yeah, I the think. football's completely different. Yeah. So, yes, I totally agree with that. But in saying that, if, if, if we were where we were last year and we were 2-1 up, we somehow would have ended up with a draw or a loss. You know, I still had those that nerves when we were oh. two. Sorry to interrupt. When we were two one up, I still had those nerves that something was going to happen, going to go against us. And I we couldn't stop my leg shaking. It was just like foot tapping the whole time. I was, I was like, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think every hands, that, that last hands free in, kick that happened. Oh yeah. yes. Oh, it's like no, do not do it to us. You know. So, but. well, what was like the that free kick? What ten seconds of stoppage time left? And I'm yeah. just, I'm, I'm doing these ones. I'm not religious, but I'm just doing. Please, Jesus, please don't <laughs> do you know let what? this go in. It felt like a grand final or something. It mm. honestly did. It, and the fact that we're just harping on about a win, just a normal yeah. league win. Yeah, it's. No, it means so it, much. It's, it's easy. It's easy for opposition had. fans to have a goal to us thinking, oh, oh, it's just one win. But for us, it was it was a win that we so needed and we deserved as well. Because I thought the second half were easily the better team. They just dropped off. I, I think the main thing of that second half is we wanted it more. They didn't. Adelaide didn't really seem that interested in the second half, and they got really no, angry at each right. other. Every every second phase, the ball would come in. And the second phase would come back out straight to us every yep. single time. Every fifty-fifty, it was about, it was about time. Just, it was about time we got some luck, and we had, when we played well, obviously well, we not necessarily well as luck, but also being in the right position to receive the ball. Yep. Those, yep. you know, you, you can read. Okay, the ball's coming in here. I'm going to slide across because the ball's going to come out here, and there you go. We're away. Yeah, and a big reason why that felt like a grand final win is because those who have, have been on the journey know exactly how much hard work and effort everybody's put into this. And, and we've all bought in and believe that this is the right way forward. So to actually get some, some outcome, we know how much that means to, to the boys that, that have been putting in there. So that's why there's so much energy around this win, is it's, a, is it's just a sign that, you know what, we are on the right path. This is going to work. This is going to convert, you know, and, um, and to, to have that feeling that, all right, we, we've, we've got something out of this journey now is, uh, is exciting. So... Is that your phone? Yeah, sorry. Naughty, naughty. That's yeah. that's we call that a morrow. It's not mine for once. <laughs> that's right. it's, my, it's my drunken sister who is not allowed back to Spotless Stadium ever again. So, oh. and, and I know she listens to this. Are podcast, you allowed to so. elaborate about so. that? All I know is I walked over and she goes, "I did nothing wrong." And I thought, "Oh God, here we go." So after that, I looked at Pete Pryor. Said, "You got it covered," and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, mate, she'll be right." So and I don't know. What you left with Pete Pryor? <laughs> exactly. I, exactly. That's how drunk she got was. Kicked out of S- SFS. Yeah, yeah. So, so I thought that the safest person for her to be with was Pete. Wow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
Was there no one else around? So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's he just... was the only man left. <laughs> he was the only one there. She was probably rescuing him. So. Oh. No, no, I think there was six police involved. I think there was, oh, there was heaps yeah. of... Yeah, don't get me started. Don't, don't get yeah. me started on this. It was, um, it was me, Luke, Rhiannon... Uh, and uh, and Kieran was sort of she was like standing next to me for I don't know ten seconds and then moved back another row. But there were Wanderers fans in our away bay and we're standing in the front and they're, oh sit down. This is this we we can't see anything. It's just it's our active bay. We can stand. We're allowed to stand in an active bay. And it was we had, and then Dan props to Dan Dan the membership man. He solved it all. We just like moved over to the to the next bay and. We made sure that those Wanderers fans uh, were happy, and we weren't in their way. So that was very, it was a very frustrating night. The result was good. Lucky the result, we we got a good result. But it was it was frustrating for the first probably twenty minutes, where I probably watched five minutes of the game because we were too busy trying to make way for the for the Wanderers fans in the bay. And then one of them called the police on us and got seven. <laughs> there was more cops that came, and then there was people standing up. <laughs> so. Oh. So anyway, to, to, to my sister who just called, that's why I brushed the call is I'm on this phone. <laughs> oh, I'm not on this. Excuses. <laughs> right, back to our goal. Um, back to our game. Um, our two goals. Our two goals. Roy, little tap over the keeper, Gelikovic. It was, it was good to score really early in the second half. And that really set us up. 47th minute, I think it was, yeah, wasn't it? it was, yeah, yeah well, I think we, we started the half well and they they were still asleep. They were still, they were still in the sheds for half time and... Roy popped up. It was a good go- uh, good ball by Payne. Was it Payne mm. that put the yeah. ball in? Yeah, it was. And uh, Roy obviously spotted Galekovic running off his line, chipped him over, and then the celebration was absolutely brilliant. We all loved that celebration. Oh, we did. I want to see more of it. Yep, so do I. Quality. And then obviously Payne's goal, well, I think it's all been said. Absolute pearl of a goal. What a hit. We won't talk about his second effort a bit later on. <laughs> They're looking for that. So ball it, was it? Was it on his, was, was on his non-preferred? Is he? Is he a lefty he's or left a right? He's left-footed. So it was on his, his right. was, to score a goal with your non-preferred yep. foot like that's pretty pretty good. He 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 hit almost exactly the same goal from the same spot in uh, against Newcastle and Tamworth. The goal that he scored. Okay. There. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Cut back, yeah, cut his right. I think he kept the other one a bit lower, but yeah, it was. Yeah, he, uh, he he killed it. It was it was great. So. Reward for effort for both of them. Both of them have been two of our best performers. Roy's delivering what we thought we might, he might deliver last year if he wasn't suspended, and uh, Connor has uh, come in as a nice. We, we all knew Payne Payne was good. I still think we yeah. got the. We, I still think we got the better. We got the better deal out of that. I'll take. Payne, I totally agree. Take Payne over Austin, but that obviously we're biased. But I, I that's definitely what I think. Yeah, but Austin's ga- uh, goals count for something this season, though. Yeah, that's the main thing, isn't it? Oh, wait, who, how many points did they get? Zero. <laughs> oh, we could bring that up, yeah. Mel- Melbourne victory <laughs> points this round, zero. Central Coast Mariners points this round, three. So that means his goal didn't mean anything. I, I think it that's, didn't. I think that's right, Mora. Yeah. Even I can work that We out. should uh, tweet, um, what's his name? We'll tweet Slater. It? Slater, yeah. <laughs> and how's Tom? Hashtag where's Tom from last season. <laughs> that hashtag didn't go anywhere. Anyway. Last game of the round. Do you want to talk about it or not? It's because we couldn't find it. <laughs> Where in the world is Tom Slater? <laughs> is that an important game? Oh, yeah. Uh, Perth, uh, Wanderers 2 all. Decent game. Two Wander- goals in Wanderers four scored after the fir- in the first 30 seconds. Uh, yeah, 40 something. Uh, Martinez yeah. from outside the box. Um, and they didn't even kick off. Perth kicked off. Yeah, Perth what, lost the ball in the first 10 seconds. And yeah, it was. And then Perth scored in the fifth minute. So it was 1 all in five minutes. So it seemed like it was going to be a high-scoring game, but 
It just petered out to a midfield battle, pretty much. I think, I think the maybe the heat had something to do with it as well, wasn't it? It was hot that day, wasn't it? Yep. I think it was twenty or oh, high twenties, maybe. So I believe it was very hot. They, there was a bit of talk about it after the match, as there always is in Perth on a hot day. Especially last season when they played a game in what thirty-five degree heat against Sydney. Yeah, that was just ridiculous. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the big ups to Peter Philopoulos and the crew out there at Perth Glory. Their, their crowd numbers have, have risen dramatically. The crowd, yes, the um, crowd was and, very good. You know, they've, they've done a lot of really good, genuine hard work out there. They've fought hard for time slots that suit Perth um, to, to get away from those 3 o'clock time slots that they were getting dumped with uh, so many times. And, um, and after being there for our round one, there was real energy in the, in the stadium. The, the shed was going good and there was a lot of people there and... You know, so so to see them, I think they broke a, a regular season record for them or something. It was um, the crowd game. was thirteen thousand seven hundred yeah. and something, which is a very good crowd. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so good ups to them on that. All right, we're joined by Connor Payne. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. Thanks. Now, out of the deal between yourself and Mitch Austin, I think we got the much better deal, and these boys here think that too, so... Bravo. <laughs> what do you think about that? Do you think uh, you got the better deal? Uh, I think it was the best for both, is my diplomatic answer. Oh, um, I, I think I was ready to move on, and, and I imagine he was as well, so it was just a, a, good, um, a good swap, I think. Fair enough. Now, okay, I'm sorry to do this to you, but this is the obligatory pun. Uh, what's the most painful pun relating to your name that you've heard, apart from that one? Oh, yeah, but honestly, that's probably what I've heard the most of, what you just said. So I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go with that one. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, all right. No, no dramas at all. <laughs> heard it all before. Have you, have you like, considered getting your name changed, or are you happy with it? <laughs> no, nah, I'm very proud of uh, my heritage and my name, so I'm going to stick with it, I think. Okay, well, speaking of your heritage, your dad is from Northern Ireland, is that correct? My grandpa, yeah. Oh, your grandfather, okay. My mom, yeah, yeah. Now, something that... Uh, a lot of people won't know about you. Is there, you're actually born in Hong Kong and lived there for, what, eight years? Yep, that's right. Uh, you want to tell us something about that? Um, yeah, well, it's obviously, a, you know, it's still a place I hold pretty close to my heart and try and go back as much as possible. Um, basically, mum and dad were are both teachers and were living over there and obviously had me and my brother when we were all living there and um, grew up there and, yeah, it's, it's a great place and a great city and somewhere I have really fond memories of. Nice. Connor, congratulations on your cracking winner against Adelaide. We loved it. What was the <laughs> mood like among the boys after the win? Yeah, it was good. You know, we've sort of been knowing it's coming for a little while now. And obviously the week before, myself included, missed the chance that we probably could have got the three points. And um, it was a bit bit frustrating that week. But obviously to come in and, and have got three points under the under the belt is a good start. And, you know, we sort of try and push on for bigger and better things from now on. Um, so, have some of the fans have been wondering where your your right foot's been hiding? You're a you're a natural left footer, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Wow, uh, it's been it a good strike. Good, good strike on your right. Yeah, um, it, it's something I noticed in my locker. It's just you know, sort of the opportunity's got to present itself, and you know, obviously everything's got to work well. It's on the on your opposite foot, and we saw the stark contrast. I think five minutes later, where I put it into the stands. So. Yeah, we, we weren't going to mention <laughs> that one, but. Yeah, yeah. We see it. yeah sometimes they work, sometimes they don't, but I guess you just gotta gotta keep trying. Hey Connor Sean here. Um one of the main questions I get asked is how much of an impact is Paolo having on the club? What's uh what's what's your take on it, man? How much has uh Paolo had a big impact on yourself? Yeah, it's been great. Obviously, um I've had Paolo before in um in the young Socceroos camps and obviously I've 
always spoke highly of him, the way he wants teams to play football. And, you know, first and foremost, he wants to play an attractive sort of brand of football, but also make it very effective. And I think, you know, sort of the way he he himself changed the game in, in Adelaide um, is an absolute credit to him. And, and, you know, I think all the boys are just really enjoying playing under him and also Ivan as well. So one of the questions we got asked on the um, forum for you, um, just going on that, is there much difference between the training styles between Victory and the Mariners? Um, I think because of the way uh, both Muskie and Powell have probably been educated, you know, through the FFA model and all the new sort of stuff for possession-based football, it is fairly similar, to be honest, um, which is a good thing because I think, you know, uh, teams that want to play possession-based football generally play and train the same sort of way. Obviously, the intensity is very high, you know, since Powell's come in, it's, it's increased even more. And I think it's, you know, it's a really credit, it's credit to him and a credit to the club. How do you feel that you're fitting into the squad, Connor? And who is your roommate on away trips? Um, I'm, yeah, I feel like I'm fitting in very well. It's sort of, you know, you sort of sort of have, you know, wherever you go, you have sort of teething problems, I suppose. And, and, and this has been a club where I feel like I haven't really had anything anything to get used to. It sort of felt after a week or so, I was already, you know, right in amongst the banter and, and with all the boys and that getting around me. And it was, it was a really big family club. And I think that's, you know, a testament to the, the organisation. Um, on away trips, I room with Storm, Storm Roos. So I also live with him uh, down in Terrigal as well. So, you know, we know each other pretty well now and um, enjoyed playing against each other in the past and now obviously with teammates, so it's good. And who's leading the uh, fishing tally, Connor? Were you vaguely aware the fishing that, tally. Uh, that, that um, uh, Stormy Paul, Paul and yourself? Paul, and... So, Paul Izzo will have you think he's leading the uh, fishing tally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a day I come in training where he doesn't say, oh, I'm the fish king or the fish leader or something like that. So I, I'll let him have this one. But, has he got some evidence? Or? Yeah. There was this one time where no one else but him went fishing. Apparently, he caught the biggest flathead you've ever seen. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you can either take it or leave it, I suppose. Or maybe I'll let him have this one. I'm concerned about that. I I, uh, I saw you and Brad McDonald and uh, Stormy Rue and, and down there at Bensville Wharf. How many did you get down there? Yeah, we got a few. Not many of them were uh, big enough to to bring home. But yeah, you know, sort of. I'm fairly new to the whole fishing thing, so I just get pumped off catching anything to be honest nice. sorry about Maury turns this uh, little segment into a fishing podcast every week <laughs> <laughs> and loving it Let, let's, uh, let's try and go back to football matters are you any good at FIFA and do you play as yourself on FIFA um, the funny thing is I, I imagine you'd ask any footballer do you think they're good at, at FIFA and they'd say yes but I'm not going to say that because I'm just genuinely not um I don't really play much, but Liam's Liam's upstairs as we speak playing, so maybe he wants <laughs> to talk about <laughs> about being the best at FIFA. So no, I, I don't really, I don't really get near FIFA to be honest. Are you happy with your sixty rating? Oh, I think it could, you know, should be bumped up a little bit. Maybe I think I've gone well, down over the years. Sixty one, so. yeah, <laughs> got bumped down. Well, what's going on I there? Mean, um, probably the lack of game time wasn't helping me, so. Apparently, uh, we'll your passing on. and dribbling has gone down. Yeah. Tisk tisk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing all right. All right, we've got a question here from Annie Warren. Oh, well, it's more of a statement. She just wants to thank you for um, getting her so many points in the fantasy team. So thanks for that. And <laughs> no um, another question, uh, Michael Michael Hitchcock asks, how did you feel going? How did you feel going from a large club to a smaller club? Not that we're. Uh, uh, yeah, that's exactly it. You know, I don't think it's. That like that at all, obviously in terms of success and that I think Mariners have had just as much as as anyone. So um, obviously in terms of 
victory, you know, they'll, they'll say they're the biggest club in the country, and, and you, it's hard to argue that with all the infrastructure and the, and all the supporters they've got, but obviously I, I'm enjoying my football so much at the moment, and that's all that can be said about that, really. Maybe we could rephrase that question. What's the difference between maybe like a big city club and us being a regional club? I'm sure it'd be uh, more chill at the regional club uh, down in Terrigal compared to the, the life in Melbourne. Yeah, well, one of the things I've noticed the most is how friendly everyone is, to be honest, around here. Um, you know, that goes from people at, at the club to just the general public and the fans. You know, they're sort of, they're very nice and approachable people. And, you know, if you're walking down the street and, you know, they're sort of, they're very friendly and you can ask anyone for anything. And, you know, just, yeah, that's basically the main difference I, I find. You know, Because the weather's of, better. Maybe in a, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. And maybe in a big city, you know, the the um, club's sort of saturated. There's a lot of football clubs, a lot of AFL clubs and that. I like, I like the fact that it's sort of a, a one club town here, you know what I mean? So it's sort of a, it's a really good in you know sort of place to be in. So yeah, so being in a uh, in, in that sort of an environment, mate. There's a small group that have got behind you, calling it Connor's Corner, and uh, some of the boys that are there. Have you have you caught up with the guys? And uh, and is there any sort of story as to how that sort of happened so quick? Yeah, um, I ran into them after the Brisbane game, the unfortunate result at home, and uh, had a bit of a chat. And yeah, apparently it's. It's a running thing from when I used to play a victory where they got they gave me a bit of stick and I might have given them a bit back. So it's kind of <laughs> funny how now we're sort of on the same side. <laughs> oh, we enjoy that. Um, now, your birthday is on Friday. Uh, do you have any big plans? Uh, I'll be in Canberra. Yeah, you know, and? my plan with the boys. Um, yeah, the night before a game, so I don't think we'll be up to very much exciting if that's oh, what you're trying to A few quiet at, waters. But, um, <laughs> a few quiet waters. Yeah, exactly right. Um I imagine, hopefully, hopefully you're allowed some cake. I'm not too sure, but hopefully. Um, and I might have to sing a song for the boys. Apparently, that's the new rule these days. So maybe, maybe we'll go. I'm not exactly looking forward to my birthday. <laughs> can we? Can yeah. we? Can we? Can we pick your song, please? <laughs> or is it already been picked? You can. You can, suge- you can make a suggestion. Whether I take that on board or not is another thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to ask a few people. Sean, what do you reckon? Oh look, I think uh, I think the, the skipper Nick Montgomery has a lot to say with how this moment comes together. So, um, so yeah, I think yeah, all of these bits have got to be run past the skipper. Right. <laughs> all right. We'll 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 see what we can come up with. Well, my plan for the I think you should move the birthday to Saturday night and uh, celebrate three points with a couple of waters or maybe a beer, maybe. <laughs> just think, maybe, just maybe. Is it true that post game you can have a bit more food than post training? What's that? Sorry, I missed. Well, we briefly spoke to Bryce about this the other day because, look, we saw someone having some donuts (laughs) post-training. Now, I'm not going to mention who that was, but Bryce seemed to be happy with the idea as post-game rather than post-training. So is there any difference between food, like when you can have it? I mean, I I can safely say that wasn't me because I haven't had a donut in God knows how long. But anyway, moving on. Um, Yeah, I think after a game, it's sort of like, bit of a reward for the hard week you've had, I imagine. Like, the, the day I don't eat the best is probably, you know, straight after the game. So, um, I think, obviously, because you're training all week and you've got to show up the next day for training, you've got to train well and eat well all week. And then maybe on the weekend, you can sort of, you know, let that diet go a little bit. and But not obviously take the piss, but, you know, have something a little sweet or something on the side. So, yeah, yeah so, so a beer so. after the game will be fine. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Just we'll one. We'll, Yellow Army we'll, shout. Yeah, we'll try yeah, I'll shout you a beer after the game if you want. <laughs> a goal and a goal. Have to get the three points. Make, make sure yeah. make sure there's a goal scored and uh three points. <laughs> now you got men of the match, um, five hundred buck check. What did that go towards? 
Um, oh, I haven't really thought that far yet, to be honest. Oh, you haven't spent uh, it. I thought uh, it would have been in uh, like going out for fun. <laughs> nah, I sort of just kept it in, in the envelope and tried to keep it quiet. But Save it for a yeah, rainy day. Maybe, oh, you might maybe have to go. His football. Maybe career. some of it oh, will have to go into the. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, maybe some might have to go into the kitty for end of season trip or something. I'm not too sure how that works, but we'll leave that up to Monty. I uh, just got a question through on Twitter from Stephen Bolger. He said, uh, "What what's a typical week like in uh, your life, like as a pro footballer?" Um, in response to that, I would say a lot of training um, and a lot of sleep. So, I'm not so that great deal to be honest. <laughs> yeah. It, my day is typically training, work pretty hard there, and maybe come home, have some lunch, and have a walk, maybe, and have a nap, and <laughs> go from there. <laughs> oh, you just okay. Everyone listening to this is just jealous right now. So, <laughs> uh, well, thank you. Uh, I'm only napping because I'm tired. I work hard in the morning. Oh, so I was doing nap. I find. Didn't. We're glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> You've hurt that sleep. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for joining us this week. No dramas at all. And best of luck for um, Wellington in Canberra. Awesome. Thanks. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Connor. Thanks, Connor. Cheers, mate. All right, so that's time of the week, guys. Again, I wish we had a camera. We dance. We need a live Facebook cross for this. Oh, it's Benny Wardrop after the game at the base. <laughs> and now it's time for Stupid Things on Facebook. First up, a usual. You're laughing at We must be careful of Wellington. Dot, dot, dot. They could be a wolf in sheep's clothing. Dot, dot, dot. Dot. Ba ha 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 ha. Get it? Ba. <laughs> Good one, Eddie. <laughs> this one from Wooten. House of Pain is what we all have to put up with every time this peanut runs into 1v1 opportunities. That, ob- that obviously must have been before he scored. I think so. Egg on your face, champ. Peanut. We've got a comment here from a Dale and Ferner. You've changed. What you doing liking wogball posts? <laughs> is, it, is it 2016 or is it 1975? <laughs> Next up, we have one from Watson. Miging Ong, we lost already. Now, I will point out that he actually saved a goal, so... (laughs) (laughs) Next up, one from Cabana. I thought you were going to say copper then. (laughs) U12, Marconi coach. To CC head coach, lol, lol, you pack of dicks, you deserve the thrashing on the park. What? 
Exactly. <laughs> This one from Skyver. Fickle fans ready to kick someone when they are down. Dot, 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 dot. So easy, comma. But let's not forget, dot, 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 dot. The YA are experts. Dot, 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 dot. After all, they are the ones on the park. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, hang on. They are not. Dot. <laughs> that's, that's, an, that's an Eddie wannabe, I should tell you that. <laughs> We got one here from Archer. Just a comment. How do you call Canberra a home game? Sean? <laughs> it's a home game. We, we took the game there, so we're the home team. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and last up, from John. Solid win on the weekend. Been wondering recently with struggling attendance slash fan base, why aren't home games free entry? I assume if Coasties could get in free, put more bums on seats, people would become more interested in the Mariners? Question mark. A season of free entry would help the members' numbers, wouldn't it? Go Mariners. Sean, can you tell us why free entry is not going to help us in the um, money side of things? We have bills to pay and a cost to give someone a card to get into the ground. Money makes the world go round. Yeah. Well, what about making the memberships free then if we can't give free, free entry? <laughs> <laughs> Two we should do, you should have free entry sign out the front and then you've got to charge to get out of the fucking stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Quality. That, 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 is, that is a very good idea, I must say. Is this my one? I think I've got one here. I've got, I've got one out of here. Um, some guy, Nathan Seacom. <laughs> Big Nate. Come on, mate. Isn't his name Paul? And then he follows it up with another comment. They want people to follow, yet use some name no one outside of a few have even heard of. Dot. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> mate, do you even know who the coach is? He's a little... He's been around a while. Paolo. It's uh, pretty well known. And... Uh, Mate, me and you are going to have words over that. That's a shocker. Okay. And actually, actually, he's followed up with a good one. Tim Costello, hashtag priorities. I like it. Very good. So. <laughs> uh. Right, that's enough silliness for one week, don't you think? Absolutely. My brain hurts after that one. <clears throat> Mine too. There's a few baffling comments in there. Jeez. Right, so the bus down to Canberra. We have some numbers in. I just need to find it. I've lost we it. We could have asked Dan when he was just in five minutes ago. Oh, I've already ago. asked Dan. I've got it written down here. Here oh, we go. okay. So I there are 73 it. people on the bus going down on both buses. That's pretty Not good. Not both buses. So th- 73 people in total. Each bus holds about 57, so they're going to spread it out 40-40. Um, and the home supporters bays are 61 and 62 for when you go down there. So Get your tickets in there. Come and uh, join us. Uh, also. If you want to be active, come and join us. Um, you can get a two-game membership for down there, Canberra membership. Um, two games are 40 bucks. So you can just call up the office here and just ask them to chuck it on your normal membership and it'll cover both games. Isn't that right? 
Yep, that sounds good. Uh, there's a pre-match function in Goulburn happening at some yep. stage where I'm meant to be, at some place I'm meant to be at. You sound well-informed, sir. So all I know is I've <laughs> got to be there in Goulburn. So I, I think we'll get some more info out about that as well. So Because anyone driving down uh, who's then, I think, uh, Aaron, you might even you know, grab a lift up with me if you're, if you're around. Someone's like that. mentioned that. Someone's yeah. mentioned that. I've been getting <laughs> briefing notes. I, I need to pay more attention. But uh, it'll be good for anyone who's driving down on the Saturday. Uh, keep your ears out to um, to meet us all at Goulburn and get a good uh, convoy headed down to Canberra. I think it's the bowling club, isn't it? Because Wong Leagues Club up here own the bowling club down there. <clears throat> not right. much, not, nothing much better than a pub lunch as well. Correct. Um, so first up this week, on Thursday night, we have Melbourne City at home against Newcastle. Oh, well, I think City should bounce back. Newcastle didn't really show that much last week. Uh, I'd say City... Yeah, I reckon City can at least get a shot on target in this particular game, which would be Surely, different yeah. than last week. And um, certainly they can knock over the Jets and prepare, soften them up a bit for the following week when we can plaster them. Red cards. I want to see lots of red cards. Yeah, I think Tim Cale's earned one by now. I think Bugard's definitely a shout because I think he's the leader of A-League red cards these yeah, days. Possibly. Since Hutch retired. No, Hutch, no, Hutch was yellow cards, wasn't Hutch he? Hutch was yellow cards. Hutch, Hutch had yellow cards for ages and one then every... Bugard just, made, just beat him. I think it was yellow cards were one every four games. I worked it out for Hutch. Well, that's still not too bad. No, it's not too bad. But it's just when because he played, a lot of games, because he played so many games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm going to tip City. What do you reckon? Oh, City. There's no way I'm backing Laurie's team. No way. <laughs> so he's the favourite manager um, of. Oh, I'm not going to go there. You'll get in trouble again. <laughs> <laughs> we might. Yeah, we might come back to that topic. <laughs> so, hey, Morrow, what do you reckon? City. 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 Easy. Okay, no one's going to tip a draw. They're both pretty poor. There'll be only one team on the park. Righto. This is a Mariners podcast. We <laughs> don't exactly. tip Newcastle. Who? <laughs> Who? Scum. Mention that again. Right, Friday night game. Adelaide at home against Brisbane. Oh, I think Brisbane will win that, even though they're away. And Adelaide's home form has been shocking this season. They've They've lost all their home games 2-1, so... I'm going to say Brisbane because they're in pretty decent form. I'm going with a draw. Despite their um, failure, Adelaide, to um, subdue the rampant Mariners, then I think they've got something for the competition, Adelaide, so I think they'll be okay. Will and, McLaren uh, be away? Uh, that's I a think good question. so. Yeah, McLaren should be away. Soccer is duty. So That'll be a big loss for them yeah. if he is away. Yeah, but Brisbane have improved a lot and, and I'm starting to um, warm to them, so I think they'll, they'll trouble Adelaide, but I'm going to stick with the draw. Yeah, I'm going to say draw as well. I mm. think... Um, Splinters in your bum. Yeah. Well, I think Brisbane missing McLaren is yeah. a, criti- a crucial player for them. Um, I think they can poach a go some- goal somewhere. But, you know, Adelaide, we're talking about how much possession they had. Brisbane haven't had much much possession at all, but still managed to do something with it. So I think both are going to sort of equal each other and out. And also some news from today with Adelaide with Choi, Danny Choi released. With, uh, uh, yeah. Karuska coming back in. Yeah, he was uh, Karuska's injury replacement. But, um, back. That's one point, and the other point is he's also done his ankle as well. So yeah. Danny Choi's out for ten weeks, I think. Oh, really? Sort of, yeah. So it's a, oh, okay. That's yeah, that makes. He's had sense. minor surgery on it, so that's why he's out. Um, first game on Saturday, we're at home um, against Phoenix. I've got to say, this is the most confident I've been that we'll, we'll win a game for a long time. I think I think we should win. Wellington, like you said before, got a lot of players out. They got five. Play- well, should have five players missing. Oh, I think we'll keep the momentum going. I think we'll win. 
Absolutely. A lot of confidence, I hope, in the squad after last week's performance and, to be honest, some of the previous efforts as well, including the, the effort against the Wanderers. We you know, had something for them. So, um, yeah, I think we're specials to win this. Uh, I think there could be up to five of Wellington's first team out of this game. Names like Moss, McGlinchey, Barbarousas, Fenton, is it? Yeah, yeah, Fenton. How did he get picked? He got picked over Storm. We're loving that, but I got no idea either. It makes no sense to me. But um, that's four. I remember when we spoke to Storm last year about it. He, I think he's only played a couple of games, and the last game he played for him, he got subbed off something, and the coach hasn't seen him since. So, but we are talking about Louis Fenton. That's that's their loss, our gain, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Especially when he was man of the match against the Wanderers. Yeah, timing-wise, it seems strange because Stormy seems to be in reasonable form at the moment, um, with the exception of that little rash. He's done very last well. Weekend. He's done very well to come yeah. back from such a horrific injury. Incredible and effort. Straight back into it, and he's winning man of the match. Well, what four games into this, five games into the season, so yep. I think I, he's in very good form. I think one uh, Casey that's going to have a uh, have a hard job will be Parkhouse. So it'll be interesting to see how you know, Fab's running full flight at him. Will be uh, will be great to watch. Absolutely. Uh, so the next game on Saturday, Melbourne victory at home against Wanderers. Oof, that should be a decent game. On or off the pitch? Both. Hoping there's some scenes off the field, but will there be any active supporters there? Well, NT are done, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get splinters on my bum and say draw. I can't. Victory didn't play that well, and Wanderers drew away, which is a pretty decent result drawing away against Perth. I'm gonna say draw. In Perth, yeah. Yeah. I think Martinez is uh, is getting better and better game by game. So if he continues on that run, it uh, uh, might just sway the balance. I'm going to go the Wanderers on that. You won't like it, but I'm going with Melbourne Victory. You know that I think Melbourne Victory will probably finish. Wait, behind you're the us. guy that said, yeah, that. I just was quick to add that in before you got me with it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, I think um, Western Sydney just a little bit too inconsistent for me. Whereas while I'm not rating Victory as highly as I think they can go, then. They are reasonably consistent at the moment. So do you have Wanderers below victory then? No, I don't. I think Wanderers have got more potential. Well, tell Sean victory. what you said what you said a couple of weeks ago. What These you think? guys are outraged about the, the fact that I've suggested that victory could finish behind us on the table. I heard that. It I depends like where we finish, though. It yeah. does depend. But, but I'm, I'm looking at the table and I've already got a couple penciled behind us. I'm penciling Newcastle and uh, Wellington behind us straight away. Those two I can agree with. Yep. I'm looking at, um, yep. uh, among the others, I'm looking at Adelaide, I'm looking at Melbourne Victory, and I'm considering... Melbourne City. Perth. <laughs> You're considering Perth and yes. Sydney? Yes. This could be one of those years we've... So you reckon we're going to finish first? No, <laughs> no. But but for many years we've we've complained about this competition rewarding mediocrity. This could be the year that we get to take advantage of being that mediocre team that made it into the finals. And if we do, so be it. I'll be happy with that. Sixth. I'll take a scraping into sixth for sure. Absolutely. So we're on the incline. Fair enough. The right we're on the way up. Um, who am I going to tip? I'm going to tip a draw. I think I'm going to get splinters too. Yep. I'm going to sit with Josh. Right, last game of the round, Sunday, uh, Sydney at home against Perth. Oh, I'm just going to go Sydney because they're at home and then they're when they five straight wins. Yep. Perth have got nothing. I was wondering why you're going. Oh, 
I can't imagine. I can't think of any reason to pick Perth in this game. They haven't travelled well. They weren't in great. Well, form they did last beat weekend. City away. Sydney are, um, they did beat City. Yeah, they did. And at the time, I hoped that. Oh, well, I thought that might have been the direction for them, but instead they've continued with the roller coaster ride of one week's a good week, next week's an average week, next weekend's a great weekend. Who knows which one they'll deliver this time? But I reckon Sydney will have them covered. Coach is back for him. He's back now, is he? Yep. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Still give it to Sydney. I'm going to say draw. I think, <clears throat> obviously, City, the better team out of these two, but what, having watched that game, Perth versus City, the Perth just outmuscled them, and I wonder if they can do the same to Sydney. Mm. Austin Griffiths injured? Pretty key for Perth, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he, he went off early, didn't he? Mm. Could know. be. Don't know. It's going to be a tight one. Anyway, that's it for this week. Um, get down to Silo. We're going down to Silo's now, aren't we? Yeah, why not? Yeah, you want to go try that burger, don't you? Yep. All right. It's hard attack on a plate, but it's well worth it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we've got our trivia night coming up. Uh, you might have seen that advertised. Um, tickets are through Eventbrite, so if you just follow the event that I've put up, um, just follow, there's a link there to tickets. Go buy your tickets there. It covers a meal. Um, might cover an entree too. I need to talk to Troy about that. Um and it also covers a donation to um, Beyond Blue. So, you know, even if you don't put into raffles, if you don't put into um, the auctions or anything like that, you're still donating by just attending and buying a ticket. So it goes to a worthy cause. Um, it's a cause special to me um, just purely because of, you know, my life. But um, it'd be great to see you down there and um, beat. Sean, you putting a team in, mate? Um, I'll have a look at it, absolutely. Yeah, have a look chance. at it. Quick chance. Sitting on the fence. Yeah, get, get some so friends. Come down and bought, beat Sean, uh, Sean's team, so. Could happen. I'll get some of the carry-on boys there. Nathan Sikkim, come down. <laughs> do something. Well, you get the coach's name wrong, the right? question's <laughs> about Paulo. <laughs> 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 we'll, 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 get, uh, we'll get Oak on there and we'll ask him, ask questions for Paulo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Back next week.